Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Tam, our sponsor for this week is Amadio Wines. Ooh, I dated Amario once. It's not Amario. No? It's Amadio. But it sounds Italian, right? It is absolutely Ooh, Italian. Delicious. And they make beautiful wines. They're a South Australian winery with their vineyards up in the Adelaide Hills. And they've just launched a brand new series ready for summer. Oh, The one I love is the wine in their new collection, which is called Pecorino, a tribute to the grape variety that Amadio is renowned for growing and, in fact, grows for wine companies across the country. Tam, there is nothing better than just either on your own with your girlfriends, with your partner, whatever, just chilling out with a nice glass of vino. And a bowl of pasta. (laughs) Or or cheese, whatever, whatever it's going. I reckon, lady, you you live on this stuff, don't you? I do. It feeds the soul. They're looking after our MABN listeners by giving them a special 20% off discount. Just enter the code MABN at checkout at amadiowines.com. Welcome to Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare. The podcast for the mother who's flying by the seat of her potty pan. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say it. Chanel made me say it. We couldn't. We're running out of things, people. And Chanel just made me say potty pants. And I can't say potty pants. <laughs> oh, get over it. Act your age. Oh, God. Hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. That's me. We're talking pretty fun. This is a funny thing. We've all heard these types of things before where people interview kids and then you get hilarious answers. So we thought we wouldn't reinvent the wheel, but we'll do it from our perspective, right? Yeah. And it's also those moments where you don't have your phone or a pen and paper handy and you can't record what your child said or done. But in that moment, you've been absolutely flabbergasted by what they've said. (laughs) That's right. And boy, Boy, do we have some whoppers. So, you want to talk about mama? Hit it. That's what I'm talking about. Wait. Okay, now, from the beginning. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. I have got a bone to pick <laughs> with Kai. Okay. So you're going, we're talking about him behind his back, is that what you're saying? Yes, but he will be listening probably. So, he, Good. so he it's may, an indirect way of getting your point across. Yeah, of being very passive aggressive via the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Kai. <laughs> but I was very busy on Friday. Okay. I had a, a show on Friday Why night. Are you proving this to everybody? I'm very busy. Busy. <laughs> Just like you with disgusting. <laughs> I'm very busy. Everybody. <laughs> I'm looking out the window. Nobody gives them, a no, rat. No one cares tomorrow. Everyone's <laughs> freaking busy. So I had this show on Friday night. Don't ask me why. I was I was presenting this horse show. <laughs> it's, 
It's really good fun. I'm laughing because me and horses, I don't know why. Anyway, I'm presenting this horse show. It was in uh, Kapunda, which is about an hour out of Adelaide. So, you know, it was a bit of a distance to travel and I had to leave at one o'clock in the day. The kids are at school. So Kai had to do all the running around. Right. So I curated the whole thing. Like mm. I made sure... There's a lot the, of work you involved. Know, lunches are packed, basketball uniforms are out. This is the thing. we can't. You can't just go, I'm going to work. You need to do no. the backlog of tasks beforehand. That's what, like, like a man would go, see ya, Bye. and leave, and then everything gets done, right? But I had backpacks for the overnight stay at Nana's. And then you also have to remember if it's library books the next day. 100%. Or it's all these little, little tidbits. All have I things. signed the excursion form that the teachers had to remind me about? Yes, Yes. How embarrassing. So all the things, we all know the things, boring things, but they must be done. So I'd organised it to a T. All Kai had to do was execute the things. Yeah. Do the plan that you created. Do the plan. So I see Kai later on in the night. He goes, oh, the day that I had. Oh, (laughs) so stressful. It was crazy. I go, oh, God, what happened? Did you have to pick Wolfie up? Did did something happen? He broke an arm. You had to go to the hospital. What was the – We're throwing in the emergency department here. Here's what happened. He picked the kids up from school and he said – it was really distracting because the, there were some dads there and they're like talking to me and then they're introducing me to another dad and I'm trying to have a conversation. Meanwhile, Skylar's going, I want to go home, Dad, come on, come on. Wolfie's getting upset. He breaks his water bottle. Water's everywhere. Oh, it was so stressful. And I'm like, <laughs> I've just gone, sorry, sorry, how is this different to any other pickup? Yeah. Seriously. Yep. Or drop off whatever you've been lumbered with. So he's like, oh, so, oh, oh. Then they get in the car and they're tired and they're carrying on and they can't do their seatbelts up. Then we've got to go to basketball. Then I've got to meet your sister and change over the car seats. And they're going, Dad, 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 watch me play basketball. Don't leave. And really, there was nothing, Chanel. He was overwhelmed. He was overwhelmed. What did he do? I don't understand why it was so stressful. They were just being kids <laughs> after school. And it made me realise we do this all the time. Yeah, we're so immune to it. I'll tell you one very quick story. I did the pickup for kids with summer, as we as I do every day. And one day they were being such terrors, her and her three friends walking back to the car. You know, you're trying to make sure they don't run out in incoming traffic because yes. still people are told, go very slow around school zones, but they don't. So there's a whole lot of weeds out the front of someone's house on their media trip. There were sour sobs, dandelions, whatever. It was just a bit of a mess. They needed to mow that thing. Anyway, Summer and her <laughs> friends decided to jump into it and have a bit of fun. And part of me was like, let them just be kids. Until Summer turned around and went, Mom, I just rolled in dog poo. Oh, wow. No. Oh, did you have some tissues? Wow. I bet wow. it's the one time. <laughs> I didn't have tissues. I didn't have nothing. the one time so you I ran s- out of wipes in the car. And I didn't want to um, embarrass her by taking her clothes off walking to the car. So we got to the car. I kind of hid her in between the, the door and the car seat, took her top off and said, right, you will sit. And I'm like. Oh, that stench I'm, is so oh. bad. And when it's dog poo oh. anyway, but when it's absolutely not your own dog, it's actually 10 times worse. Oh, 100%. It's like other kids poo. As well. I just couldn't. Wrong. I was like hurling at her, and I'm going, Summer, <laughs> why will you do it? Why? Why? And no, this is disgusting. Wow, you can really stink. <laughs> <laughs> Summer, such a lovely name for such a stinky girl. <laughs> Anyway, she was looking absolutely mortified by what had just happened and I actually went down and sniffed it just in case it was mud. (laughs) I was like, and it's gone through every... Nostril hair. Nostril hair (laughs) and it stung when I realised it was actual poop. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I think we should play that game one time, Chanel. Poo or dirt? <laughs> so you get a whole lot of things. And you're and like, did it. I get too close? Oh, I can just <laughs> half taste it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were going to tell me that Summer ate the sour sobs because my kids are big into eating them. No. Okay. No, she rolled in it and then I virtually um, discoloured the top for how much hot water and detergent oh, I used to get the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's just full on. Like it's just there's so much that goes so on. so much. But you don't always talk about it and tell your partner because 
Yeah. You know, it's it, it's boring or it's just stuff that happens all the time. Or we just take What's it in point? our stride and <laughs> get on with it because we go, oh, well, I can't, oh, this is too much. Oh, it is. And it is what it is. So, you know, <laughs> blokes or partners who don't do this, just, just feel for us a little bit. Give us a bit of empathy. Yeah. And if you're a mum or dad that does this on a regular basis, just know how much crap we do put up with. Just go, yeah, we do actually like, you know, tune off to a lot of stuff and just take it in our stride because what else are we going to do? That's right. This shit is real. <laughs> this episode is... Out of the mouths of babes. So this is where we actually take a, a bit of a look into what our kids say. Just a little disclaimer, as we get further into this episode, there's going to be a little bit of colourful language. Not because we want to say it, but because we are retelling exactly what has been said. Oh my God, why are you apologising for swearing? We swear heaps. Oh, sorry, I do. Very, uh, <laughs> well, I just think in case... Um, Kids someone are is listening. listening yeah. You can just listen to the first half of how good they sound on the podcast. Well done well to all done. the kiddies that participated, and then off they pop to the next room while mummy and daddy have a <laughs> laugh at, at whatever the kids have said. Exactly, they can get a participation award. These <laughs> kids, aren't they? Because every kid deserves an award. Yes, they do. There's no one, two, three, first, second, third. No. Oh. So we we. Grabbed a bunch of kids and two of them being mine, Summer and Ollie, Tamara's little ones, Skylar yep. and Wolfie, yeah. and a couple of Summer's friends and your neighbours. So we've got Margot and Poppy, Archie and Sienna, Daniela and... Lara and Joey. Beautiful. So thanks, guys. Little peanuts for yeah. getting on there. It's a tricky thing to do. And parents for um, interviewing them. It's hard. I tell you, it's getting Wolfie to say some things. I just go, I don't know. Can you answer the question? <laughs> we were a little bit tough on them, weren't we? Anyway, but yes, and the first question was, where do babies come from? Inside a wound in your body? That. Tum tum. From mummy's tummy. And they turn into tapples. Oh, that's easy. Mummy's tummy, that doesn't help at all. Yeah, mummy does all the work. They're magic. The little tadpoles race inside the eggs. And whoever wins gets an egg. And they just get bigger and get bigger and get into a baby. Jesus. 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 <laughs> so my favourite part of this is the dad is not involved anywhere. They're not involved. Dad doesn't even give a massage. Dad does nothing. You can tell though that's where parents have only started telling them where babies come from. You know, it's like only half the story. It's the last part. Because <laughs> the first part you're like, and skip, 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 well, skip. Actually, it's the, and the baby grows yeah. in the tummy. <laughs> But apparently, what is it? They come out of the wound <laughs> with a dog, oh, poppy, a wound. Oh, yeah, a wound could be. Bless her. Yeah, wound. My kids basically just talk about the tadpoles because I focus on sperm. I have told them it's sperm. But Where does they, sperm come from tomorrow? Yeah. Well, I've told them that, but they're no. bored of that. Yeah, they don't well. want to – I'm surprised. And we glossed over it and I thought, good, she's not focusing on that. They're focusing on the egg and the, the, you actual, know, yeah. the race to the to the egg and daddy's one because he likes to add that in there, daddy's yeah. sperm one. Yeah. Uh, and what <laughs> – Your strongest swimmers. <laughs> no. Ollie, it's magic. It's, ma- oh, it it's is. just magic. Oh, bless him. You know, magic. And baby Jesus put it in there. <laughs> that was art. Baby Jesus put it in there. Blessed by the baby Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, baby Jesus. Thank you, baby Jesus. Daddy had nothing to do with that one. It's like the Virgin Mum. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Virgin Mary's walking oh. walking the streets of the world. I know. Bless him. But it is a hard thing to explain to your kids how do babies get there and I don't know. Some sometimes mums- so, sometimes the religious road is, a, is another way of, again, not – um, going into another way that it could happen, so That's they can right. just kind of go, "Oh, Jesus did it." Oh, okay. Well, yeah, leave the leave the, leave the leave the sex part of it until another time. Exactly. And school can do that, yeah. and then we'll. Come oh, school home. can do it. <laughs> Chanel's kids are going to be sixteen. Uh, Mum, we still haven't had sex yet. I was hoping you could. They'll be coming to you. Can you explain it to me? And I'm going to send them to you. Oh, far out. Don't. Well, you want to watch out for that. Who knows what they'll get up to after that? <laughs> Don't. Would highly unrecommend it. So what does mummy and daddy do to make you laugh? She does this. Farts. When we're really close to something, he says, that was a bee's doodle away. Um, punch the fridge open. My dad um, tickles me. Be silly in the bed and my grandma, grandma, wake up now. 
is very funny, tickles us every day and does magic tricks. When she does the chicken dance. It's funny when mummy's mad. Fall over and hurt itself. You find that funny? Yeah. Hang on a minute. What's? I feel like you're pretty angry at home. It's so <laughs> uptight. You punched the fridge. Okay. There's a there's a, a reason for this. So that must hurt. <laughs> I don't really punch her. I mean, she's exaggerating. So I've got one of those buttons that you press that flip down, and then you can easy access the milk. What? So it's like a you push one bit in. It's like a little. Bath. It's old. It's nothing fancy. I've never seen that before. Yeah, it is. Okay, we'll do it. I'll take a video and put it on Instagram. It's like the the milk and something else sit in a little compartment, and you can access them without opening the fridge door completely. And this thing. Oh, and you have to smack it for it to to come out. So I pretend because Summer knows that I love kickboxing. So I pretend to punch it, and then I and then I have my fist, and then it opens up, and she laughs. Magic. That would be funny. So I go in for the big punch. Stop, because I don't really want to punch the fridge. So when she said that, I was like, Oh my gosh, who's she telling a teacher? My Mum punches the fridge. Wow. The way they interpret things. Wow. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mum's got anger issues. We're naughty. She punches the fridge. I was wondering why you had all those dents on your <laughs> fridge. Like she's got this really denty fridge. Of all things to punch as well, that would hurt quite a bit. <laughs> the kids are naughty. Mum's punched the fridge again. She's punching that bloody fridge again. <laughs> Jesus, there she goes. She needs a therapist. <laughs> also, kids love laughing at the farts, right? Those farts is the farts, funniest thing. Farts, we. Oh, Mummy farts, fart. daddy farts. I, I know. I was trying really hard to get like, tell me, kids, what does mummy do that's funny? And they're like, um, um, and I'm getting increasingly angry at them because I'm thinking, do I not do anything funny? Am I just serious mummy at home? Well, how's Summer saying that I, that she laughs at Dan when he hurts himself? <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's a chip off the old block oh being me child, my so child. Mean. But I do, and that's the thing. Dan will point it out and say, see, you look at your mum laughing at me when I've fallen over. Now, that's not very nice, is it? Did she laugh that time he fell off the roof? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mum, Dad's fallen off the roof. Oh, pretty funny. So anyway, I'm going to try harder to make my kids laugh, I reckon. You're quite a funny person anyway, so what are you not doing? Being fun at home. (laughs) All right, here's a good one. If you could choose anyone in the world to have dinner with and invite them to dinner, who would it be? It would either be my family or my name and papa. Have a dinner in the bin truck. LeBron James. Oscar, our next door neighbour. Nonna. My friends. Miller. Miller baby, she was a baby and we called her Miller, our big sister. So we've got a collection Cute. of LeBron James, the bin truck, and I <laughs> the clearly... The bin truck? The bin truck, he loves bin trucks. He's going to invite that. He's obsessed. Oh, like, it's a big oh old bin God. truck. He's watched this um, program on Netflix called Trash Trucks. Yes. And the truck talks and is a, is a friend. So Ollie's like, well, yeah. if that bin truck's that kid's friend... I want to have a bin truck that's a friend and come to my house. Imagine a bin truck, a stinky trash truck. Yeah. Sit down. <laughs> and Noisy. LeBron James, that's good. Oh God, he's that's got a cool. he's got a little hero. And, and family and friends, obviously. It's cute when they say that. Isn't isn't it? I didn't know who the neighbour was. Who? She went Oscar. I'm like, Oscar. She went, yeah. The neighbour. Is he a grown up? No, or he's a, a little boy. Oh. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, she's just thinking in the hood. What's convenient? What's convenient, What's Mum? convenient Yeah, but her. who can get here quicker? <laughs> the neighbour. Oh, and bless little Skylar. Look, oh, she's sweet. Yeah, she said, look, Miller, who is her big sister, and when I say big sister, I um, lost my first baby full term, so we often talk about Miller. Little baby Miller we refer to her as. So her memory is kept alive in our household. That's so special. So the fact, I was quite surprised that she said that, Miller. When kids can think real yeah. deep, deep deeper than we kind of give them credit for sometimes when they come up with things of whatever and you go oh, far out. They're not just saying things about wee-wee and poo-poo. They're actually taking things on and, yeah. a, and a, yeah, it's beautiful. It is. It's lovely. So very nice. I was very impressed that she'd said that. So yeah, it is surprising some of the things that come out of their mouths. All right. And on to our next question. What makes mummy cross? Wow. Oh, yeah, when we splash water everywhere inside, she gets super mad. Most mornings we're late for school and we keep rushing around and then she goes, 
She's not. She's not angry. Sometimes I be rude to my mum. She gets cross because Archie and me and Naughty eat chocolate and I'm done asking. Um, it's when the mum's not watching only her corner of the eye and back of her. I stick out my tongue and then mum goes, mum, 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 mum. What makes Papa angry? When I say dickhead. Daniela. When I say dickhead. <laughs> I don't think my, my kids don't even know that word. So specific. I know, like I'm dickhead. Like they must say it a lot in their household. And she's one of three, so I'm wondering who she's calling a dickhead to. Oh my god. I wonder where the dad works and he's calling all these blokes dickheads when he gets home. Oh what a dickhead. He's a Tyler. There you go. <laughs> so my house is an indoor slip and slide. Because my kids, and Ollie's the worst offender, but Summer joins in the party every time, will create water problems in my house. So they'll fill buckets and splash water everywhere. The bath, if they have a bath, I actually put them in the shower most nights because I'm like, I can't deal with the water everywhere. They know what gets on your goat, don't they? They have so much, they don't care. Oh, the water. The water The water's everywhere. And you know what they do? They go, and I may have forgotten to clean up a little puddle somewhere and they'll go slip up, bang, and then they'll whack like that. And how's how annoyed you get at them when they've hurt themselves based on something daft they've done when you told them not to do it. Clean it up. I I told told you that would happen. I told you bloody hell. You're so angry because they've not cleaned up what you've told them to and then part of you goes, shit, mum, shit, mum, shit, mum, pick them up, cuddle them, tell them it's okay and you pick them up and you're still annoyed because this wouldn't have happened Uh if you cleaned the water. And you're saying it through gritted teeth like, oh. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Now see what mummy told you. Seething. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I totally get it. But why do kids spill stuff? Oh, I mean, I get why they do. The they're little and they're clumsy. I'll watch Wolfie and I'm like, okay, you be independent. You get the milk, you get the cup and you can do it. I think, go on, let him have a try. I can't yeah. do everything for him. He's got to learn. Don't hover all the time. No. Brings out the two litre, full to the brim, not opened yet milk. <laughs> I'll do it, mum takes the lid off, I'm already like sweating, palm yeah, yeah, sweating, yeah, yeah, watching. Yeah. I'm like, nope, give him a go, give him a go. Then you hear this, no, it knocks the cup over, <laughs> half the milk's over the side, on the floor, the mop needs to get out. Oh, my God. The cat's there mopping it up. You're oh. trying to shoot her out the way. But Wolfie won't care. He'll go, I spilled it, Mum, and then run off and not do anything about it. <laughs> like he just leaves the crap there for the, his sleigh, which is me. He calls me his sleigh. Sleigh. Which is slave. Sleigh, Mama. You my, you're my sleigh um, to clean up. So thanks, Wolfie. Hashtag thanks, Wolfie. Hashtag thanks, Wolfie. How about Poppy and Margot? They know that mum gets a bit cross in the morning when they're faffing around and they're late for school and then Margot's straight in for the defence. She's not cross? No. She's not cross. I love my mummy. She knows. She's she's waiting for like a, some sort of reward after that. She knows. Poppy's going straight to time out for admitting the truth and Margot covering it all up. Star oh, child. You know how they're going to turn out, those two. <laughs> Is this Margot the spitballer? Margot the spitballer. Told you, she knows. She's got things going on. She's worked it out. She's a smart cookie. Margot. And then Sienna and Archie know very well they shouldn't be eating chocolate in their bedroom. Oh, no. And they sneak up there every time thinking that mum's not going to spring them. They love it, though. The yeah. kids doing their little cheeky things. <laughs> you know? Do you remember doing that when you were little? No, I was oh. an absolute angel. I don't know what you're talking about. Sorry, this is funny. How old do you think Mummy and Daddy are? Let's have a listen. I think Mummy is 35 and Daddy is 6. 14. What about Daddy? 83. And how old's your Nana? Um, 65. How old is Daddy? Uh, 65. 19 is Dad and Mum is... Thirty-four. Look, my my kids, they're smart <laughs> in general. But, you know, like, I don't know, like Wolfie, I swear we've told him a million times how old we are, but then he gets bloody Nana right and he gets us wrong. So what I, I loved about this is that when Nana was younger than you were... <laughs> 
<laughs> Hang on, I was 14. Well, how am I? I was 19 you were, you or something. Were, no, you were 19. 19. No, he corrected it later, lady. No, 14. <laughs> but when Another you're a little, 65, I love I it. I know, but when you're a little kid and someone's like 16, they're old. Yeah. Remember that? Like when the kids at school, the year 12s when I was little, were like adults walking yeah, they around were. in uniforms. It so, was ridiculous. Do you know what one thing that has occurred to me where I've – gotten older in life or and I used to think the people that were so old in like high school or adults or whatever and now the people that are younger than me reaching these milestones I'm like oh they're so little yeah, I know. Like we see um, first year uni it's students. because I'm older. <laughs> the first year uni students. <laughs> if you've ever walked through a uni, don't because it'll make you feel freaking old. Yes. Far out. They 100%. look like little boys. They're still gawky little boys with skinny necks and like bobble heads going, oh, I love first year uni. I'm yeah. going off to the lab now. And oh. years ago it used to be like this really old person doing it. I know. And I'm like, I'm the common denominator now, here. Now you look like the professor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, and how's oh. Ollie? 65. And Sienna's dad was 19 and her mum was 35, I think. Oh, my Brilliant. Gosh, so good. Good girl. Bless him. Bless him. Okay, next one. What makes you annoyed? Mozzie bites and fries and butt cheeks in my eye. And when my brother comes in my room and touches everything, up, messes my room up. Whenever my sister are playing together happily, but then um, all of a sudden she hits me with the, if you don't do that, I will tell mummy. Um, when she pulls my hair. Because my sister Poppy actually annoys me. So it looks like they're generally annoyed at insects and siblings. Siblings. Across the board. So <laughs> Poppy and Margot are basically Bluey and Bingo. There you go. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. That's them. Oh, a bit of tough love sometimes, mm. but yeah. yeah. All siblings get annoyed at each other. The Don't amount they? of times that Summer like gets so cross at Ollie and he's such a soft little soul, she'll tell him off like, Get out of my room and he'll just stare to the doorway and cry. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, Ollie, darling. Lady, I don't know if you were like this because you've got a sister, but mm-hmm. I was so mean to my sister. Sorry, Natalie. But she would try and get in my room and I would hold it shut because we didn't have locks and I'd be on the other side going, no, and she'd be pushing on the <laughs> side. And then one time she threw a shoe at my door because she was like, you let me in. And I was like, no. <laughs> like we would be – I oh, was so mean. Well, considering this is only a one-sided conversation and my sister Steph can't chime in here, I would say I was the perfect older sister. Oh, of course. I will be ringing Steph later. Steph will tell you she was a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> if you could invent anything in the world, what would it be? Like something that's spinning like a Beyblade, but it's called a spin basher. And a scratch back machine. I can scratch your back all day and all night. Um, It will do like crazy stuff and like... Do the dishes and mum kill life and dad and we can play and the robot can clean everything up. A robot that would put your bins up for you. I'd invent a fake horse that can walk and talk and you can ride it. Same. A thing that puts bananas in your mouth and clean out your eyeballs. Wolfie, that is very cute. He did say he wants a robot to do all of the dishes and all the things Mummy wants that too. So that Mummy wants a robot yeah, that so does mummy, everything. So mum can relax and then yeah. we can all play together. R2-D2. Maybe he's secretly telling me something. Mum, you need to just play with me. Sad <laughs> <laughs> so I don't play with my kids. That's a whole other episode. Shame. Shame on me. <laughs> so we've got a few robots and inventing, you know, that spray out unicorns and rainbows. Summer rattles off the excuses every single night as to why she doesn't need to be in bed and go to sleep. Um, and one of the most recent ones is, can you help me invent a back scratcher so that it can just scratch my back the whole night? Oh, my God, I would love that too. It's never enough. I do it and then I'm looking at the clock going, I need the, the, the rice is going to be burnt oh, does on the Does she love the back scratch She too. wants back scratches all night oh. and, I can, and I'm bad because I sometimes, well, more often than not, okay, every time, think of an excuse to get out of there quicker because I've got stuff to do. It's not because I don't want to stay there and scratch her back. I do. But I've got shit to do. do. Oh, lady, but she loves it. No, I get it. Summer, I understand because I often will trade Kai for a bit of nookie with a head scratch. Nookie. And why I didn't want to say sex. Ah! <laughs> he'll go, oh, you know, how about tonight, honey? He goes, I'll give you a head scratch. 
Oh, he knows. So he knows. He knows. It's like a trade secret. So he will like scratch my head. Yeah. And after I get this, and he gives like a long one. Like I sit there dribbling on a cushion, right, on his lap. I'm like, because I love head scratches. Yeah. It gets in there. And if he's watching something on like TV, it'll go for longer because he's distracted. Yeah. Oh, it's so yeah, good. Yeah, but this is where I turn around and go, I'm ready to sleep after this head scratch. I know. So what do you do with this situation? I have sex first. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely in a kids episode talking about sex. Moving Sorry. right along. Well, it'll say explicit on there. Warning. <laughs> Jesus, had to come up at some point. And Daniela doesn't want to feed herself. She wants the ban- the robot oh, with the banana. Yeah, that was weird. But I love. It's my favourite one. That comes out your eyeballs. <laughs> What has she been watching? Some serious, crazy 80s, you know, psychedelic cartoons. <laughs> if you knew her mother, her mother is the perfect example as to why she's doing that. Okay. She is a sensational human. Oh my I God. wouldn't put it past Amy to do anything. Okay, last question. If you could teach a parrot to say anything, what would it be? cock I'm a chicken. Are you a person? I like butts. I love you, Summer. Who likes a song? Who likes a song? Shambugi Bam Bam. <laughs> Hello, Poo. Okay, pretty subdued. You know that the the fan favourites of Poo Poo and I like butts and Ew. silly chicken and but Summer, well done. I love you, Summer. Good bit of self validation there. Well, Thank I love you, Summer. You, I love you. Leave the house. Look at yourself, so I love you in the mirror. The parrot says it too and you feel good for the day. You could teach a parrot mantras, right? You could, exactly like That's that. That's a good idea. We should do that. Yes. Your yeah. yeah, podcast is bloody great. Rah, bloody great. <laughs> you look sensational. Rah. Why is Rhonda a parrot? Yes. <laughs> I've got a prolapse. I've got a prolapse. <laughs> There's something at the bottom of the cocky cage. Could tell you anything. I was more thinking positive mantras to leave the yes. house. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Me too. general. Yeah. You've got this, lady. <laughs> so, such a cheesy bird school, yours would be. School drop off for the win. <laughs> oh, no. Parrot bit my finger once. I still got the scar. I bet it did. Do you know why? I stuck my finger in the bloody cocky cage at the oh, shop. Oh, real smart. Yeah. Real smart. And I screamed down the soup. I remember the moment the shopping centre. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm scared of cockies to this day. They're beaks. There's a photo of you with birds on you. Yes. Yes. So my it's funny, my sister-in-law, she has one of those big macaws, right, in a huge cage. Oh, my. You know those blue and yellow ones with yeah. the big eyes? And she's like, oh, it's pretty friendly. And I look at it and I eyeball it's it. She goes, not. feed it an almond. And I'm like. <laughs> Get the my almond. sister's got a bird that every time I see it. Oh. And Ollie gives it almonds. That's fine. Or walnuts. But I think if I stick my finger oh, in there, gonna he's going to get it. He's going to have it. Have you seen those beaks? Yeah. Oh, my God. They're yeah. sharp as. Yep. It's like. So then you do the thing where you just stand at the cage and go, oh, hello. And you start bobbing your head when you look at it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they eyeball you with yeah. their dirty dog eyeball. So here's the next part of the segment where these are the things that your kids say that you haven't caught in the voice memos in your phone or you've forgotten to write them down. Because we miss all those little things. Most of the time we miss them or we're too busy laughing being in the moment, which is good and what we should do. Yes. So we put it out there to the Motherhood of Beautiful Nightmare listeners to tell us their best moments of out of the mouths of their babes. Okay, so this one's from Katie. She wrote in and said that her daughter was in the lounge room with her husband and was quietly playing. Her husband went to do something and her daughter Libby shouted out dad you're a fucking fish what <laughs> like where did she get that from six foot one Nigel who was the dad was called a fucking fish he still is the dad right? <laughs> just checking <laughs> who was the dad after that comment because he left because he couldn't believe he was raised the children. dad is not a fisherman the so dad precocious. does a fish where did she get the audacity to call him did a fish s- maybe he drinks too much <laughs> and then why she's heard the wife gone you're a fucking fish daryl or nigel nigel daryl. sorry daryl and nigel. daryl nigel brian they're, they're all, all the here. same they're all the same to me 
Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's <laughs> but what it's it was. But it's the swearing. It's the oh, using in so context funny. and using the bad words or whatever oh. in their little voice. Oh, my gosh. What about Erin? She did the same thing. So her little girl, beautiful little redhead, five years old, always dressed to the nines. You know, little girls who love to wear the, you know, I think Cute. summer's a little bit like that, but always, you know, stockings and da-da-da, <laughs> comes into the living room and there's the little kid trying to put something in the in the DVD player and she goes, it won't. It won't fucking fit. It won't fucking fit. And she just looks at her husband, actually, who's Daryl, and goes, oh, my God, uh, it's you. Because, you know, that's what Dad does because yeah. you can't get it in there. The fucking thing's stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're constantly But it's swear. so funny when, when they swear and you're not allowed to laugh. I love it how some mums will admit, yeah, they get the swearing from me. Can't help it. It just slips out. But some mums will go, I don't know where they get that from. Do you? I don't swear at home and I do that sometimes. And I must and Dan's going, stop that. Like, you know, you swear. And I say bloody a lot, a lot. You know like what Summer tells me? Summer will correct me. She'll go, don't say bloody, don't. Oh, that's nice. And if I say something, I call oh, my knee's killing me or something. She'll go, don't say kill, don't. Don't oh, say kill. You can't say kill. Not a nice word. Oh, my God. I know, she's like the jewel sergeant. Dictatorship at home, lady. <laughs> Exactly. It only walked in while I was on the toilet doing my business. You know, never a sacred thing. No. I wanted two minutes to myself that got absolutely squashed. And he walked in really upset, shaking the TV remote at me. I said, what's wrong, mate? The TV's fucked and it won't work. Oh, he said that. He did. In his little TV fucked. In his yeah. little Greek accent. What the work? <laughs> I can't leave it. I can't leave it, mum. <laughs> he said that. And I'm literally did thinking to myself, I said, well, I can't. We don't say that word. I'm stuck on the toilet. I can't leave at this moment oh. and I haven't finished my business. So I said, right, well, just give me a moment and I'll be right with you, love. I'll fix it. Go out now. Speaking of toilets, do you know what Wolfie does? He gets you to come in the toilet because he likes – he's at the age where he wants you to come with him, to sit with him while he does a poo and talk to Great, you. Right, because we want to sit there and smell, smell the whole exactly, thing. Exactly. Yeah. So I go – I mostly and go, go and do it yourself, but Kai always will go. I've walked past before and then I just hear this, mm, Dad, how do you make taps? Because <laughs> he wants to keep – Kai in the room, so he has to keep thinking of questions, but he can't think of anything. How and he'll be like, oh, Daddy, how do you make soap? <laughs> He's just looking around the bathroom for different things. And then Kai goes on this whole story of to how these things are made. Taps it's hilarious. And soap. He'll be like, Well, it starts with glycerin, and the process is quite full on. And Wolfie's like, Finish now, bye. Yeah, exactly. Left it in there, don't flush and keep walking. Yeah. He's like, Okay, thanks, Dad, I don't care. <laughs> Literally pooping himself silly. <laughs> One from uh, Nadia, she sent in that she went to get her second COVID jab with her daughter Allegra and there was an Asian nurse doing the injection and Allegra turned around and said, Mummy, Mummy, she can't do the injection because she's a child. She must have oh, been quite little dating. No. Well, what did she say? No, she's a full-grown lady with qualifications. <laughs> Right just, in front of her and the nurse is like standing there with the jab going, I'm going to stab both of you. And she said one of her friend's kids went up to a bikey looking dude and said, why do you have stamps all over your body? <laughs> See, kids, it is amazing. They'll just say it like it is. And it is hard because you feel like they represent you. Yes. And your teaching. Exactly. So when they do say those inappropriate things, which is completely normal, that's the first time they're seeing someone who looks very different they comment on it. Yeah, they do. Right? But we think it because, you can't, of course, we're all different. So how can you not look at other people and, and think about them? So my head, niece right? Scarlett so. got really cross at my cousin who's got some a couple mm. of hand tattoos oh. and she said to him, I'm going to tell your mum because you've drawn all over your hands and you need to wash it off before dinner. And it's not coming off. It's not coming off. And he's like, ah, oh, 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 having a great day. It's funny. The kid thinks it's like, and she's getting more and more annoyed at him oh. that she's, He's not walked off to wash off that ink on his hands. Oh, yeah. So we were in, we we're in the supermarket. Always happens in the supermarket. Audi, Coles, where were you? I was in a food land. Oh, oh and even wow, more. Posh, posh. This one was terrible. I felt, okay, it's more the reaction, my reaction actually. But Wolfie, we're in the supermarket um, and there was a lady in her full hijab. And so for a child, you know, that's quite different. And Wolfie's just gone, Look, Mum, there's a baddie. Oh, oh. There's a baddie. 
Like a robber, a robber, oh you know, God. really loudly. And I've just gone, oh, my What did you God. do? Well, I thought I'd do the opposite. So I think it's worse to shush, shush, shush them and take them around say, the corner. Okay, so let, let him shout of, it continuously. Good no, move. I was like, oh. <laughs> I, no. So I casually said, oh, Wolfie. Shush, shush, no, don't yell things out loud. Yeah. Meanwhile, dying on the inside. Oh, Then no. I explained to him and then I explained to him what it was. So did that that please he tell me the lady did not hear this. I don't know. I don't know if she heard actually. I don't know. Th- I don't think she did. It was more me hearing it and being mortified that yeah. he said that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so... I did explain to him, but almost too loud to overcompensate. To oh, let, no. To so, so, that it, so it wasn't Awkward. like shameful because I didn't want to shame him. He's just saying what he thinks and I had to explain it. Yeah, so he knows next time. But there's always going to be a first time that they see something, person with one leg. That know. was Summer. Yeah. Summer burst into tears, although now I think she would have pointed and gone, what's that? If it was now. Yeah. She was younger and a bit she frightened. She has more language. By, she's yeah. got more language. It would have been, she would have been asking me really loudly, Mum, why has that man got wood on the end of his knee? So this was a throwback to a previous episode. Summer and I were in the chiropractors. There was a man sat across from me who had a peg leg, an actual wooden leg. Yeah, that's right. And, and it was a peg. Like it was a... He was a pirate. He was a pirate. Lovely pirate. He's very polite. But Summer was terrified and cried. So I felt really bad. Because she thought he was a real-life pirate. But now I think she'd ask those very descriptive questions. So, Mum, what, what kind of wood made out of? <laughs> it's Merbau. Um, it's Merbau. I had a bit left over from when I was, uh, you know, renoing my house. So this one had me in absolute hysterics. So this is Belinda. She said to in, when her daughter Lucy was two and Thomas was a newborn in the back of the car, Thomas was crying, crying, crying. And you know what? It can get a little bit loud, I understand. A two-year-old's getting annoyed. And she's gone, for fuck's sake, Thomas, fucking hell, Thomas, fuck. <laughs> so many fucks. <laughs> In one whole sentence. How can you not laugh at that? Oh, that's I love so it. Good. She, she said that you, that's the moment if it's shock and you stare and your eyeballs look like they're ready to pop and then you can't stop the laughter. <sighs> so I've run away before from my kids in the house or whatever, not not out in public, and they've said stuff and I but I cannot let them see what my actual reaction is. Oh my god. Because they'll keep doing it. They go, oh, look at the reaction I got. So the <laughs> second one from Belinda was Thomas's sex and he had his hand down his pants and he said, mummy, my tentacles are itchy. <gasps> tentacles. Right. Tentacles. Do you know what Wolfie called them when he was little? Go. He goes, mum, guess what? He comes running out. I've got blueberries down there. I've got blueberries. Yeah. He felt them because there's a little hard ball in there. The oh, testes. Yeah, the testes. And he goes, mum, he thought they were blueberries. Oh, but that's cute. cute. Sweet. That's quite sweet. Tentacles and blueberries. Thomas went a little bit further. So then he said, look, mum, my willy's going up now. And then, (laughs) and mum, mum, it won't go down. Mum, mum, it's stop, it's stop, it's going up. Oh, my God. So Belinda's like, stop touching it. Stop touching it. Remedy, threw him in the shower. Cold shower. (laughs) Shrivel that thing up. That's what I do to Kai on a regular basis. Chuck him in a cold shower. Calm down, honey. Calm down. I know the minute I walk through the door, I'm so razzy to you. Go and have a shower. Do we need to have a shower, Kai, on your own (laughs) or an ice bath? While you're in there, do the pelvic floor test. (laughs) Just another thing. Skylar's funny because she's such a sweetie that she often says more grown-up things. So you know when you've got a kid that is like an old lady, an old woman. Um, She's an old soul, they call her love. Again, she was on the toilet the other day. Why are they always on the toilet, my kids? She's sitting there at, at Nana's house and she just had a session with my sister, a kinesiology session. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she loves all that stuff. Like yeah. we went and got a, Good on a massage, both of us, like a double massage up in uh, Queensland. She Did loved you? it. Yeah, kids massage. She goes, oh, that was so relaxing. Oh, Summer would be down seven. with that. Oh, that loved the ba- it. The right? back scratcher. Oh, right? the back scratcher. Loves that. She'd love a bit of, yeah, lavender oil. Anyway, so Scott is on the toilet and she goes, Mum, just a question. I said, yes, honey. She goes, how long are we going to stick around Nana's? Uh, and I've gone, oh, thinking she's saying because I want to leave. She goes, because I've got another session with Natalie, with Auntie Natalie, and, um, <laughs> you know, I've got to get back to it. I'm like, what? So she's gone, you know, can we stick around because I've got another kinesiology session? Like, Jesus, lady. Oh, I love it. I love, I love it. Luxury. She's like, it's like a mini Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. I've got another therapy session, Mum. Hurry up. Oh, that is brilliant. So Beth uh, wrote in to tell us that her son, George, used to call ice blocks ice cocks. 
I'd love me one of them in the summer. <laughs> no. Ice Cox. Oh my God. Did she correct him? Because Ice Cox. You almost don't want to. Just so she, other she people can hear She used to so much. Thank you, George. <laughs> That's very nice. Okay. One from Zoe. In the shower, her son Luca one day um, commented on how untidy she was in a particular area. <laughs> but she needed to manicure. But they do notice the fact that their parts look different to yours and it's worth commenting if oh. they spring you in the bedroom or they walk in on the shower because they don't give us any privacy at any point. Oh, Kai loves it because Wolfie will often say, Dad's got a big willy and mine's small. Oh, And Kai's like, oh, be quiet but don't be quiet. <laughs> say it louder, son. <laughs> say it louder in the supermarket yeah, so yeah. for all to hear. <laughs> Amy um, sent in. Uh, She was going to the toilet and must have had her pants down and (laughs) she had a liner on, panty liner. Oh, yeah, panty liner. Panty liner. And her daughter turned around and said, Mummy, why are you wearing a nappy? You know how to go to the toilet. (laughs) And she said, well, it's because I've had you that I now need to wear one. That's right. Something called pelvic floor. Pelvic floor. Yeah. But how do you then hide, like, you know, like the tampon wrappers or whatever? I don't hide it. I let them see everything, What Do you you say? Do you say what it is? Because I want Skylar to not be fearful of it and to be quite normal, that by the time it happens years down the track, it's going to be so old hat, she's not going to be freaking out about it. Yeah, true. So she will be like, oh, mum, you got your period again. You know, I'll be like, yeah. She's like, oh, <laughs> poor mummy. But she but knows. She's good. She'll be like, get uh, like a heat. Do you want a heat pack, mum? Oh, she love gets her. Whole, okay, that's happens. a point. We so, need to train them in, yeah. in getting around this and then being our servants. Yeah. So we can use that as an excuse. Mummy's got her period. That's right. You need to help out a bit more. No problems, mum. I'm on it. I'm on it. Yeah, whereas Wolfie's mortified, like, oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> like, you know, blood coming <laughs> out. Oh, my God. Yeah, not happy. Oh, funny. So one from Nat, her daughter Sarah said, when I grow up, mummy, I want to have a hairy vagina like you, please. <gasps> oh, I want one. Usually they're like devastated. They're going to get hairs there. No, she wants a grown up one. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> it's funny you say that. It'll I, come, darling. Don't you worry. I said that to my oh. auntie. Uh, when I was little, and she reminded me when I was a lot older in front of a lot of other people, she said, Tamara, when you were little, went into the public toilets, it was all chock-a-block full of people, and then there's this <laughs> voice and I say to my auntie, Ah, Auntie Karen, how come you've got hair there? Am I going to have hair there when I get older? And you this whole conversation. Well. And, and then look, like, shut up, shut up. Lo and behold, you've got your bird's nest. Are you happy? No, it came. <laughs> auntie Karen, it's here. Thank you. Bless. <laughs> Bless this mess. (laughs) So to wrap it up, the last one, when people pass away in the family, it's always a bit tricky sometimes how you explain it to them about where they go, but you want to still keep the memory alive, right? Yes. My grandfather passed away a couple of years ago. Some are still remembers him and talks about him and things like that, which is great. So I've said to Summer, if you ever want to talk to Grandpa Jock, then you look to the brightest star in the sky and you chat to him. Oh, that's, that's lovely, isn't yeah. it? Well, yes. So we had the neighbours over, Oscar, he was over for pizza. Yeah. And Summer, was. they were all outside playing and she decided to announce to everyone, everybody, look, my Grandpa Jock is in the sky. Everyone come say hi to Grandpa Jock. <laughs> so, <laughs> so everyone's standing so there looking Jared, at the, the, the dad got up and went, okay, Summer, we'll go have a look. She went, there's Grandpa Jock, yeah, he is dead. Oh, <laughs> full stop. Let's go back to dinner and have dessert. <laughs> and then Jared's going, oh, I'm sorry for your loss, Summer. Um, sorry for your loss. He said that to a kid. <laughs> and he goes, um, that's nice that you look at the sky. Yeah, he's dead. Anyway, back to playing unicorns and rainbows. Yeah, he's dead. No so filter. matter of fact, they? just they? come out there like that. Because the comprehension of it is like, yeah. But it's nice that she did that. Like she still looks at the sky. Yeah, but she made everybody matters. get up from their yeah. seat and stare at Grandpa Jock in the sky. So literal, isn't it? <laughs> he is literally just there. That Not is there. him. Not in my heart. That doesn't make sense. No. He's there in the sky. His mum told me. Check him out, guys. Okay, we're done. Let's <laughs> yeah. go back. How good does he look? Ice cream's waning. It's melting, guys. (laughs) Ice cream's melting. Enough of that. Enough of that. Nothing to see here. He's dead. Oh, okay. Thank you, Summer. Dead. (laughs) Oh, man. So kids say the funniest things. They put you in the shit. They make you laugh. (laughs) They they make you cry. They shoot the shit. Yeah. (laughs) But they're the 
best. They have they come up with the best oh. content enough to fill this episode. So and thanks you, to all the cutie little kids that have come along. Nothing better than a kid swearing. So thank you for everyone that got involved with that. Oh. All the mums, all the kids. That was hilarious. But one thing I will mention is we heard the outtakes of ourselves when we were trying to get our kids to do these recordings. We were mortified. We're like, we actually look. Listen how we sound. So impatient. Have Terrible. A little, have a little listen to this. Now, can you both sit there, please? I want you to do these questions for mummy, okay? Please do these questions for Stop. Don't, Ollie. No, no, don't. Do, no, no. No, it's not, not taking a photo, darling. It's not cheese. We're going to, if you, okay, here we go. If you guys answer these questions to the best that you can, chocolate biscuit, okay? Chocolate biscuit. All right, Wolfie, here are the questions. Why did the pink question? No, no. You've got to answer them. Why did the... No, stop. Just stop fiddling for a minute. Okay. Sit still, please. Okay, I promise I will. Okay, good girl. Okay, ready? Okay. Big loud voice. Okay, quick, quick. No, don't do that. Ollie, stop, 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 stop. And that stupid washing machine. Ah! Ollie, don't put your finger up your nose. That's disgusting, mate. Some questions. They're fun ones. Okay, ready? What? Shh, Wolfie, be quiet. Put that down. No, don't. No, 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 don't, don't, don't. Yeah, we'll do it in a minute. Just wait a minute. Just wait a sec. Is she, um... Oh, okay. Stop touching that. Uh, Okay, we'll do it again later. Too hard. Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare is produced by Soundball Productions and hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. We would love to hear from you, so please email us on motherhoodabeautifulnightmare at gmail.com. Or just for kicks, check out our website at motherhoodabeautifulnightmare.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode of Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare and can find two minutes in between managing those little nutters, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Hey, word on the street is it helps people find us. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.